My novel Finding Home is available for purchase on February 20th in everywhere that books are sold. One reader called it a spiritual experience embedded in pure drama. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Tell a fantastic story, but reveal all the layers of spiritual truth that were in the prodigal son parable when Jesus told it. But we miss it with our Western eyes. You will be amazed at the Father's incredible love for you. You can find out more on my website, susankamacias.com backslash finding dash home. Welcome, friend. Do you find yourself with an empty nest and a faded vision? Then you're in the right place. God still has a calling and mission for us in the second half of our lives, because you know what? We're not done yet. So join me, Susan Macias, author, speaker, and empty nest mom, and let's explore how our family, our church, and our world needs us. Today's episode is sponsored by my award-winning book, Unceasing, A Parent's Guide to Conquer Worry and Pray with Power. It's available on Amazon. And you can also join my Facebook group, Unceasing Prayer Moms. On the group, we're going to start a book study on September 30th, going through Unceasing, one chapter at a time. Join us and not only get free from paralyzing worry, but also learn the transformative work of powerful prayer. I have a question for you today. Do you ever feel too old? I'm going to tell you, I do. I'm beginning to feel the effects of age on my body. And sometimes I just feel like the parade passed me by. Maybe I missed it. How about you? In episode one, I talked about how I've struggled with the feeling that I missed the boat on my aspirations, that I should have accomplished more much earlier in life, and that now I might just be too late. But I have to share with you, I've discovered a Greek word for that, baloney. It's just not true. Even if we feel too old, we are not. How do I know, you might ask? Well, that's a valid question. Just because I say something on a podcast doesn't make it true. Remember that next time some expert makes a claim you're just not sure about? We should always hold speakers accountable, and you must hold me accountable too. I should have proof for everything I say, and I do have proof that we're not too old to do God's work and advance His kingdom. Today, we're going to look at Joshua in the Old Testament for proof. Joshua was a young man when Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt. Sometime we'll talk more about Moses because, as I've said before, he was 80 when he got that assignment. But today, Moses is going to have to wait. We're talking about Joshua. We don't have Joshua's age until he dies. It's never specifically said. So we have to do a little math, do a little guessing, because we do have some other numbers to work from. What we do know is that he was old enough to be considered a man when they left in the Exodus from Egypt. And we know that he wandered 40 years in the wilderness. He was one of only two men of his generation able to see the promised land. Some scholars estimate him to be 59 years old when he leads Israel across the Jordan, but he was probably somewhere in in a range from late 50s to early 60s. And at that point, he still faces many years of war. The Israels fight through the promised land, though we're not told for exactly how long. But when we come to chapter 13, we get verse 1, and that's where we're going to talk today. And this is what verse 1 says. Now Joshua was old and advanced in years, and the Lord said to him, okay, I'm going to stop real quick. What do you think the Lord's going to say to him? 
good job, put up your feet, go on a cruise. Okay, no, this is what God says to him. You are old and advanced in years, and there remains yet very much land to possess. At the beginning in chapter one of Joshua, he's told to be strong and courageous. And now he's told you're old and advanced in years and you're not done. You know, this could be discouraging, but actually, I just think it's so awesome. By all practical assessments, Joshua had done enough. He'd assisted Moses for all of those 40 years. He'd led the people during that time in battles, in administration, in settling disputes. He'd seen the Jordan miraculously dry up and the city walls of Jericho tumble down. He'd fought and battled. He'd made mistakes along the way and repented and renewed his relationship with the Lord. And when we get to this point in chapter 13, God says, you're old and advanced in years and there remains yet very much land to possess. So let's evaluate our lives in light of Joshua. Are we feeling old? Well, okay, Joshua was feeling old. Do Have our years advanced past maybe our prime? Joshua's years were advanced. I imagine that he had some battle wounds he was carrying along with him, and it wasn't so easy to strap on that armor and get going in battle anymore. But here's something that I just love about this verse. God doesn't use the word but, and yet that's what I think, because it seems what God's follow on to the two things he states about Joshua contradicts those facts. Joshua's old. Joshua's advanced in years. But sorry, Joshua, you got to just do a little more. No, it's and. Not and, I have a replacement for you, or and, here's a gold watch and we'll name a park bench in your honor. Nope. Just and, and there remains very much land to possess. The Lord God knows our age and it doesn't disqualify us. Why? Because there's still very much land to possess. I believe we all have territory. We need to be claiming for Jesus. This is not just the assignment for pastors and professional Christians. Each of us have jobs. There is much land to possess. Which portion are you assigned? Which part am I? Once we figure that out, we need to get busy because being old and advanced in years doesn't get us off the hook for our callings. Okay, so what happens in the rest of Joshua's life? He keeps fighting. He keeps battling. And finally, we get to Joshua 23. And it starts out with a long time afterward. Once again, we don't know how many years that is, but it wasn't a short amount of time. When the Lord had given rest to Israel from all their surrounding enemies and Joshua was old and, wait for it, well advanced in years. Joshua summoned all Israel, its elders and heads, its judges and officers and said to them, I am now old and well advanced in years. Joshua was very aware of his age. But this is what he says to them in verse 14. And now I'm about to go the way of all the earth, which means he's going to die because All of us are going to die, but he's been faithful up to this point. And now he gets to say, and you know, in your hearts and souls, all of you, that not one word has failed of all the good things that the Lord, your God promised concerning you. All have come to pass for you. Not one of them has failed. You know, I'm not saying that along the way, all the many, many years from the time that he was 
a young man, maybe 18 or 19, leaving Egypt to this point, which he is in his hundreds, that he didn't wonder if God hadn't failed. But at this point, when he stands and he can look back over everything, he can say, God has not failed. Not one of his promises have not come to pass. They have all been answered. His testimony is irrefutable because he, when he says God's word is true, he has the experience to back it up. He also goes on in 15 to warn them that just like all the good things that God promised concerning you have been fulfilled for you, so the Lord will bring upon you all the evil things that he has said if you don't follow him. So we have a job at this point in our lives and continuing in these years to testify to the promises that God has fulfilled and to warn people, this is what I've seen happens when I don't follow God. Finally, in verse 29, it says, after these things, Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord died being 110 years old. You know what? I'm 57. And I'm beginning to feel a little old, but I'm barely over halfway to 110. Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to live that long, but what I'm saying is that if I do, I want at that moment to still be called a servant of the Lord. I want to still be about the work of possessing the land until the day I go about the way of all the earth until I die. What about you? What land is he calling you to possess in his name? Where can you serve? Who can you love? We have land to possess. So like Joshua, let's be faithful because we're not done yet. We need to keep serving and we need to keep working until the very end. Until next time, blessings as you pursue God's call on your life. Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you want to continue the conversation, hop on over to my website, susankmacias.com, and look for the blog post that goes with today's episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. Feel free to share it with a friend, someone who needs some encouragement to pursue God's call in the second half of her life. And what about you? What's Jesus calling you to do? Be brave. Take a baby step. Do the next thing. Because you're not done yet.